Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. And peeps, I know this says this is for episode 3, but it's actually a review of episode 4, because Anna got off by one number. So I'm just putting that big caveat on here, so you all know. Check It at the Roundtable. Bye! Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Lovely White Rider, Episode 3. As you all know, if you've listened to my reviews of Episode 1 and 2 of this series, I was profoundly disappointed in Episode 1, and I was really brought to the nadir of disappointment by Episode 2 of this series. I mean, it's one of the few that I can honestly say I was thinking about just throwing the series against the wall and going... I ain't reviewing no more, no more. It's kind of like how I felt about Tom Han Chamati when they started out until they got to episode 8, 9, and 10. And then it got better. Or maybe it was 9, 10, 11. I can't remember. Anyway, the last three episodes were great. The rest sucked brick. And I was about ready to just give up on this whole series because it really did absolutely suck brick in episode 2. I mean, Absolutely in ways that I'm not even going into, but let's just say it was nadir quality of brick. But anyway, episode three, though, surprised me. I really did like certain parts of episode three, although I will say, I don't know who's doing this show, but really, do we need any more sound effects in this world that are that ridiculous? Because the sound effects in this series are kind of like the sound effects in Why Are You? I mean... I think they're having a competition for who can have the corniest of sound effects. But I'm going to retract my soapbox on sound effects and the use of them when it's not necessary. But at the end of the day, the reason I liked this episode was because you really got a look at how Gene was with his walls down, if you will. And what happens is Gene decides to go visit his college friends. This is a massively bad decision, as most reunion ideas are when it comes to high school and college. And basically, the whole party ends up being a way to make fun of Gene and the way he makes his money, which, yeah, it might not be appropriate way to maybe earn income. I could totally go with that. But it's wrong of his supposed friends to mock him for his career choice and the fact that, you know, he doesn't see a way out of that choice. And they start mocking him. They start basically saying, well, you must be gay because you write BL novels. And he sits there and goes, you know, most people that write um, BL novels happen to be women and they are definitely not gay. So why would you think that I'm gay simply because I write BL novels. And, you know, I have written other novels as well. And his friends basically try to goad him into saying that he is gay. And he says, you know what? It really doesn't matter who I am or what I am that way. I'm your friend from college. I've always been your friend from college. I will always be your friend from college. And he sits there and basically, you know, they make fun of him on basically every way possible. And then they sit there and go, well, you never had a girlfriend in college and therefore you must be gay. I fail to see the logic in that sentence because I've known several people who haven't necessarily had a significant other when they were in college for whatever reason. And that didn't mean that they were, you know, 
that didn't determine their sexual orientation. Let's just put it that way. And so anyway, at the end of the day, Jean gets extremely intoxicated and what I would call dead drunk and ends up calling Nimsib to come pick him up because he cannot drive home. Nimsib gets there and starts screaming out Toom and says, you know what, Toom? What did you do? What happened here that made Jean decide to get drunk? Because this is not like Jean. I mean, Jean may have some significant issues, but this is not like him. What did you do? And I think this is one thing that I really do like about Nubsib is he, even though he's 20 years old, okay, he's 20 years old, Jean is 28 years old. He will sit there when he sees something is wrong. And I don't know, it reminds me of, you know, I don't know, there's sometimes when the Irish or Scottish flares up in my family and you can just tell right is, you know, right. This is not right. And this is why. And I love that part of Nubsib when it comes to him trying to protect Gene, even though Gene is older than him, because he's going, you know what? Gene's naive. Gene's kind of an idiot about certain things. Not to be bad to Gene. It's just, you know what? It's okay to be an idiot about certain things. But I love that part of Nubsib and how he tries to basically protect Gene from those negative aspects that happen. And it's during this time that Tomb says, well, it's not my fault. And he says, yes, it is your fault. And you know what? You're going to take Jean's car home tonight because you're not drunk. And I'm going to get Jean home in my car. And Tomb's like, no, I have to get up early in the morning. And Nubs is like, I don't care if you have to get up early in the morning, Tomb. You're the one who was supposed to look out for Jean. And I'm the one who has to come get him because you didn't take care of him. And Nubsa basically then hauls Jean out to the car, gets him buckled in. And it's at this point that um, Jean grabs a stuffed dragon with wings. And right before Nubsa got the call from Jean to come pick him up, he was putting one of these stuffed dragons with wings behind Jean's folded shirts. I don't know why. I'm sure we will find the connection out later. But this is one of those odd eccentricities that Anna's trying to follow the straight path line with. And I don't think there is one in this series. So let's just leave it at that and hope that maybe we come around to some kind of circular reasoning on this thing. So anyway, um, Jean grabs this little stuffed dragon and goes, this must be a gift from your boyfriend. And why do you have a car? You were having, you know, me take you to school. And Nubsibs doesn't say anything, but, you know, he was having Dean take him to school because he wanted the company, not because he didn't have transportation. So anyway, Dean says, you know, this must be a gift from your boyfriend. Although why someone would give their partner a stuffed dragon with rings that is iridescently colored rainbow is something that I really don't know why Jean thought that, that was a gift from a significant other but you know Jean was dead drunk at this point in time so we can just assume that drunk people are not always wise and anyway Jean Nipsip looks at him and goes Jean I've lived with you for almost a month now and you don't realize that I'm not in a relationship yet and Jean says well you have to be everyone likes you you know the people at the studio like you the people at my work like you even I like you and Nubs was like really you you like me Jean he says what is it that you like about me <laughs> I don't know why but this is funny and you know again I'm going to step away from the comedy for a moment here of this episode and just sit there and discuss that one little sentence for one moment here because if you want to know why I personally like the BLs, the good ones, and this would not be a good one, okay? This is like one of the corny ones so far. 
is they do ask good questions. The characters ask, why do you like someone? And you know, I think that's a very good question to ask. It's like, the thing I think is funny is I've met a few people in my life that I will sit there and go, what do you like about each other as a couple? I don't know why. That's just a question that I think is interesting to have answered. And you know, the most interesting one I ever heard was a woman who told me that the reason she liked her fiance was because he changed her car's oil and you know what i'm sure he had many other redeeming qualities but i remember sitting there i was much younger than i am now and going you know if that was the only thing that kept me in a relationship i think i would end up you know just having my car done at you know whatever the equivalent of jiffy lube is and staying signal single because that's a really weird and kind of lame reason to like someone but anyway i digress i'm sure he had many other qualities but obviously none that immediately came to mind but anyway the thing i do like about bls is typically the characters do ask why do i like this person and usually it's for a better reason than a lot of the rom-coms which are she does her hair nice or he looks good in acts i mean no offense those are kind of lame reasons because eventually you know she might have her hair not done nice and he might not be wearing acts i mean no offense or why is he i don't know but you know i think the thing I like most about the BLs is people typically like each other for better reasons than just appearance, like for quality traits, for similar interests, if you were, or for thoughtfulness and care more than I'm seeing in the rom-coms. But I think in this scene, the thing that's funny is actually um, Gene really doesn't like um, Nubsib for many of those quality points. But he says, well, you have you have very nice eyes and eyelashes and you have uh, you look like a character in one of the BLs I write. <laughs> and I don't know why, but this just struck my funny bone. And you can see poor Nubsib over there trying to keep a straight face and not doing very well. And he says, so these are the reasons that you like me, Jean. And Jean says, yes, and, and you're very kind to me. You're very kind to, you know, help me when I need help. And you're you're a very nice person. <laughs> and Nubs says, you know, he buckles Jean in. And he says, I, I can see some of the positive aspects of people when they're drunk. Because I basically wouldn't have found out any of these things that Jean liked about me if I hadn't come and picked him up when he was in this manner. So anyway, Jean gets Jean gets back to the house with Nubsib's help, and it's at this point that Jean completely loses it. And you know what? I really like how Nubsib handled the whole situation. Again, Nubsib's one of those characters that I was kind of out in the bleachers on personally as a character because I'm going, is he going to be kind of a jerk? And honestly, I can honestly say the jerk of this film is kind of Jean, but I still feel somewhat bad for Jean, if that makes sense in a weird kind of way, because he's so convinced that he has no options. And when you have no options you tend to make really stupid and sometimes embarrassing decisions. And so anyway, I'm like, you know what? 
yeah, Gene's making some bad decisions with his life. If he doesn't want to write BL drama, then he really should go find another occupation and write his dark fantasies that he wants to write. But he feels he has no options. He feels that he can't do anything else other than what he's doing. And when people feel trapped, they make really bad decisions. And this is case in point. But anyway, but you know, sometimes even when you make bad decisions, it can lead you to make good decisions because I don't know why I think as Brian Andre said there are some angels in our lives that are meant to be there just so we don't sit up and miss our lives I'm paraphrasing but if you haven't read Brian Andre's go check him out on Instagram go read every quote you can find on Quotify he's absolutely awesome that's all I'm saying but anyway moving on Jean gets taken and put to bed by Nubsib and then Jean tries to basically um make a move on Nubsib. And Nubsib sits there and goes, Jean, what are you doing right now? This isn't what you want to be doing. And Jean looks at Nubsib and says, well, you've been trying to flirt with me all month. And Nubsib said, you know what? At some point, we'll probably be a couple. And then it would be perfectly appropriate for us to be flourishing in this manner. But right now, this is not a good time, Jean. You're not where you need to be. I'm not where I need to be. This is not where our relationship needs to be. And I really love how Navsib took a situation that really was quite bad. And he brought it back to reality in a very gentle and kind and very understanding way. Much more than most people would have. I mean, most people would have just punched Gene thrown a cover over him and hoped he made it through the night because they weren't going to have anything else to do with him. And you know what? I think Nubsib in this situation, he showed a very graceful spirit that is very unusual in people. And I'm not saying it was maybe the best way to handle it because sometimes, you know, maybe throwing the blanket over him, hoping they make through the night and you just go somewhere else is the best thing to do. But in Nubsib's case, I think what he did showed a character about him that was interesting to see. And I also love how he sits there and Gene sits there and goes, I'm just confused. And he says, it's okay, Gene. It's okay to be confused. It's okay to not know, you know, how to handle your life. It's okay to not know the answers to everything at this moment in time. And he says, and then Jean says, you know, can you just stay with me tonight? I just want you to sleep beside me because I don't want to sleep alone. And it's at this point that Nubsib says, sure, I'll sleep beside you tonight. It'll be okay, Jean. And he somehow gets Jean back up to the bed. And the next morning, Jean wakes up and realizes that he's sleeping with his head on Nubsib's lap. And he's going, oh, no, what did I do last night when I was drunk? What did I do? You know, did I say anything wrong? Did I do anything wrong? And he wakes up and Nubsib wakes up and says, oh, you're up. You're up now. And he says, I don't know what happened last night, Nubsib, but whatever it was, I was very drunk. I was very intoxicated and I was not thinking straight. So if I said or did something inappropriate, um, let's just pretend it didn't happen because I was not myself last night. And Nubsa says, no, I can't do that because you said you liked me last night. And, you know, Nubsa then gives this grin, which I don't know why, but guys can sometimes give this grin as like they could steal a million cookies and almost get away with it if you weren't half Spock and half Data and sit there and go, you know, you can grin all you want and be, you know, looking like you were three years old. But that doesn't take away from the fact that you still stole the cookies. And so anyway, Nubsub sits there and grins and he goes, 
but I will still remember that you said you liked me last night. And then he gets up and leaves. Later that day, Gene decides to go make himself some ramen noodles, and he tries to tiptoe around so he doesn't disturb Nubsid because he doesn't really want to talk to him. And he's also asked Toom to come pick him up because he can't handle what possibly could have happened or did happen the night before. And so Toom is going to come pick up Nubsid, and then Gene spills boiling water all over his hand because Nubsid comes to the kitchen to try to help him make the ramen. And Nubsid then goes and gets him basically burn cream, goes and makes the ramen for him, makes sure he sits down and eats the ramen with him, and then Gene goes back to his bed. And I think this is kind of interesting because he didn't want him to eat alone either because Gene is very insular. And it's at this point that Gene is looking at his hand as he's sitting there in the bed, and he goes, he leaves a message to him and says, you know what, Nosev can just stay here indefinitely. It's okay. Because he realizes at this point that even though he doesn't quite understand how he feels about Nubsib and all this stuff, I think the presence of Nubsib was something that he had not counted on. Now, at this point, I think mainly the relationship is all one-sided, which is very unbalanced because it's all about what Nubsib does for Gene. Not about Gene sitting there going, how can I make Nubsib's life better? I don't mean it weird, but this is not a good, healthy situation yet. I'm hoping as the story progresses, we see that Nubsib isn't always the only one trying to take care of Gene, but the Gene also tries to take care of Nubsib on occasion too. But anyway, at the end of the day, Toon comes over to pick up Nubsib because he thinks that Gene wants him to leave. And Nubsib gets very upset. He goes, this isn't right. And Gene comes down because he knows that he's totally screwed up because Toom had dropped his phone in the toilet when he was trying to talk to someone and had to get a new phone, new number. He did not get Gene's call that Gene didn't want him to pick up Nubsib. And I'm going to stand up for a moment here, or actually not. I'm sitting in my nice um, gaming chair, and I'm going to say that you know, why do we pick up the phone when we're in the restroom? I mean, if we care enough about the person who's calling, don't we have the time to call them back after we're done in the loo? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, I thought it was maybe just a Western thing, but now I'm thinking that it's a worldwide thing. And you know, if you have a chance to talk to someone, they really should get your full attention. And talking to them while you're in the restroom, it's just, Poor form. I mean, really, it's just very strange. I don't know why people do that, especially since the development of cell phones. Because, like, I know I'm showing my age here, but we didn't always have cell phones when I was growing up. And so we didn't always have people trying to talk on their cell phones in the restroom. And it's just kind of a weird and honestly, you're just not present with the person you're on the phone with. You're, you know, taking care of other matters and really can't you call them back when you're not on the phone it's just weird i'm going to get off my little soapbox here but i'm just yeah that whole thing is just strange to anna but moving on toom comes to pick up Nubsib. Jean comes down to really do one of the few brave things i think he's done in this whole series is to face the fact that he has screwed this up and to admit that he made a mistake in trying to have Nubsib leave and at this point that Toom looks at the two of them and goes, you know what, I'm going to let you boys figure this out on your own because I don't want to see someone die and I'm I'm not going to handle conflicts. I mean, Toom doesn't really handle conflict well, whether you're taking it back. Gene being 
basically verbally beat up by his supposed college friends or, you know, this little, what would you call it, tuffle with him and Nubsib. But anyway, Nubsib and him go back up to the condo and Gene sits there and basically stands there and goes, you can stay here as long as you need to stay here. It's okay. But he says, I would like to know, Nubsib, why do you want to be here? Why do you want to stay in this condo with me? Why don't you want to go somewhere else? And Nubsib says, because I I like you, Jean. That's why I want to stay in the condo with you. And it's at this point that Jean basically kind of, you can see he just kind of visually kind of calms down and starts to kind of smile. Like somebody likes me enough to you know, want to stay in the condo with me. Like, I can't believe anyone would like me well enough to stay in the condo with me. And I think this is a really interesting scene here. This is where the episode cuts. I have to say this is my favorite episode of the Lovely Writer series, although I will say overall, I found the series so far to be an absolute travesty. It had such good hype. I was really, really rooting for this one. And I just am not very impressed yet, although I do have to say it did rise slightly since episode three came out. Oh, that's really like saying you go from the nadir of utter travesty to, you know, like minor sound effects being the travesty, which, you know, is good. I have to say that's good. I would not probably rewatch this series again simply because I'm so far entirely unimpressed with it. Um, for those of you who want to see a really good BL series this spring that's airing at the same time as Lovely Writer, if you too are somewhat disheartened by Lovely Writer, you can definitely check out number one for you, Finding Mr. Second. I just left a review on it. I could not give this series a higher rating than I possibly, I mean, it's, yeah, it's totally cool. And not because it's BL. If you don't like BLs even, check out this series because it's, it's not really like most BLs you see. And also, um, Thousand Stars is currently airing as well. I haven't yet watched Thousand Stars episode eight. I'm hoping to watch it tomorrow. But it does look like episode eight is going to be a little better than the previous episode. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think there's going to be some twists that I wasn't expecting. And we are one episode away from the finale. I have to say, overall, I wasn't extremely impressed with Thousand Stars either, to be quite honest. It's by GMMTV, and I just really have not liked much of the stuff I've seen coming out of GMMTV overall. Um, this past year, from Tanhan Chanlati to this, I mean, this is a step up from Tanhan Chanlati, don't get me wrong, but it's still very corny. It's still very, not very believable, in my opinion. I love the idea of a thousand stars, and I really like the cast that they got for. I think the cast is absolutely exceptional. I just think that the storyline wasn't as good as it could have been, especially as I think the book, I have never read it, but I've heard it is very well done for a BL novel and um, quite nice as a book. It's not like a lot of the BL novels, which are not um, very nice all the time in certain subject matter. But anyway... If you really want some really cool BL dramas are airing and you're a little disappointed with Lovely Rider 2, check out number one for you, Fighting Mr. Second. And also you might enjoy um, Thousand Stars, just kind of depends on your likes. But there you go. And with that is my review of Lovely Rider Episode 3. Check it at the round table. Bye!